Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Rotundo. And I'm your other host, Sam Gold. And we are finally back. A little bit of another hiatus, I know, but now we're here for good. Things got a little busy. Sam and I both moving into college again. So things got busy, a little hectic. Classes started. So now we're finally back. The regular season starts tomorrow. Bucks, Cowboys. It's going to be a good one. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Sam. How are you doing? Yeah, we are finally back every single week. <laughs> Not like we promised the last few times. Oh, yeah, we'll be back more. No, we actually have to be back now this time. We're going to be covering 2021 season. Um, like you said, game tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, we don't have the luxury of uh, being in Chris's basement using the perfect mics. we got to be over Zoom in our dorm rooms, <laughs> but it's all right. And, uh, yeah, this is it. This is the final. We're recording on Wednesday. This is the final day where the regular season has not started. And the next time we talk to you guys, besides this podcast, we are going to be full in, you know, deep into the season of the NFL. And that's something that's really exciting because uh, we're not going to be able to be out of it until mid-February. So we got a lot of fun uh, weeks of football ahead. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Our lives were pretty busy for the last two, two and a half weeks, but things just start calming down now. And uh, yeah, that's really, that's really about it. Let's, uh, let's hop right into it. Let's roll the intro music. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. Alrighty, so 2021 NFL schedule. Chris, it's our first week preview predictions. Next week, we're going to have you know the week one review and then the week two predictions. That's pretty much how every week's going to be structured, just like last season. But um, right now, like we said, it's Wednesday, the day before opening night. So we're going to give you guys our predictions for every single game in week one. And yeah, let's start with the season opener in Tampa Bay, of course, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last year against my Kansas City Chiefs, sadly. But um, they get to play at home against the Dallas Cowboys, Chris. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are hyping this game up, you know, to, you know, Super Bowl team with Tom Brady and then the big market in Dallas, Dak Prescott coming back. Honestly, I'll, I'll let you get your thoughts first, but I just want to lead it off with I think this game's pretty overhyped, honestly. Oh, I, I agree too. I, I honestly, let me just first say, I don't really know why the Cowboys are playing on Thursday night. I guess they can play it up. Dak Prescott making his, making his hyped up return after that gruesome injury last season. But let's just say it how it is. Even if Dak was healthy all last year, we all know the Cowboys were still going to be a bad team. That defense was horrendous. The offense was was stellar, lights out, but defense couldn't stop anybody. I think, I think Sam, I think we could run for 300 yards on that defense. But uh, in all seriousness, I, I think that I would much rather see any most, you know, I'll say most teams on this Thursday night game besides the Cowboys. But with that being said, I think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, after winning the Super Bowl, come out and I think they make a statement and I think they blow out this Cowboys team. I think it's going to be a 14 point game at the closest. I really think that the first half, I could see it being kind of close, maybe a one score game. But then after that, I think in the second half, I think Tom Brady and the Bucks come out there, put the pedal to the metal and they just absolutely steamroll over this team. And the Cowboys can't get anything going in the second half. 
I can see this game being like 35-17. I can see it being that much of a blowout. Yeah, look, I get it. The Cowboys are the Cowboys. They were on hard knocks. Dak Prescott's coming back. Zeke looks better. Everyone wants to see them in action. But they have a home game against the Buffalo Bills. That would have been a perfect opener, in my opinion. Uh, I think they play the Bills later on in the season. But, uh, yeah, even even like the Saints, I would rather see them. Uh, the Cowboys, like a little divisional matchup right away to see them. I'm more interested, honestly, in how James Winston's going to do than Dak Prescott. I know that's probably uh, – unpopular opinion but honestly Dak returning doesn't intrigue me as much as a lot of people do honestly honestly I I think a lot of people would agree with you with that Jameis statement because we kind of know what to expect from from Dak Prescott we know what he brings to the table every single week while Jameis Winston new new head coach literally new 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 offense new everything so we don't really know what's going to come back from there but I don't think that's an unpopular opinion at all I mean, imagine how exciting that would be if Jameis just came out firing on all cylinders and opening night and just totally <laughs> tore apart the Bucks defense. That's really that would be the great. That would have been the game to put out, right here. Outplays the goat. I mean, that would be uh, some storylines right there. Really, with Dak Prescott, it's just saying, oh, can this offense be as good as it was two years ago when Dak was healthy? Is Dak the same? Is Zeke the same? I mean, yeah, that's interesting. I get it. It's definitely. Out of the Bucks schedule, it's in the top half of their games, but there's still a few more that I'd rather see. But you know what? That's the game we have. I got to make a prediction here. I right there with you. I'm going to pick the Bucks to win this pretty handedly. I don't even think it's going to be close throughout any portion of the game. I think the Bucks are just going to come out there. They have a lot more chemistry than they did last year. Um, brought back their full roster, if not even better. Record predictions: I had them winning 14 games. It might be higher than that, honestly. But uh, yeah, I got the Bucks winning probably like. 34 to 17, something like that. Yeah, I think, I think that's something what I said, but I think it's going to be close in the first half, and then the Bucks are going to be steamrolling them in the second half. We'll see, but another thing for all my betters out there, the line, I think, over the last few days, went from, I think, five and a half all the way up to now the Bucks are now favored to win by – it's eight and a half now, so that's a pretty big jump in the last 24, 48 hours right there. So I would smash – I would smash that right there. I think the Bucks are gonna are gonna cover the spread. I think they're gonna win by fourteen plus. Yeah, that's understandable. And honestly, after watching, I didn't watch all of Hard Knocks. I watched a few episodes. The Cowboys are way more dysfunctional than people think. Actually, uh, I don't have a lot of confidence that they'll have everything firing on Lenders come opening night. It's gonna overwhelm a lot of the players, and uh, I don't know. I just don't see them keeping up with such a high performance team such as the Bucks. So I see that. Uh, all right, let's move on to our next game. It's going to be Jets Panthers, Sam Darnold versus his old team, the New York Jets with their with their new quarterback Zach Wilson. Uh, I think this can be pretty quick. I think that the Panthers win. I think Sam Darnold looks I think he's going to look pretty good against his former team, wants to make a statement. Uh, I, I think I think the Panthers uh I think the Panthers win. I think this game's a little bit closer. I think they can finish something like 21-14. But I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what to expect from the Jets. I think the Panthers, I think that's going to be from McCaffrey. And then we have Donald reconnecting with his old pal, Robbie Anderson. So I think the Panthers can put up some points. The Jets, a little more questionable. I think 14 could be a little generous right there because I'll be the first to admit, I'm not that high on, on Zach Wilson. The dude lost to... Uh, Coastal Carolina, and apparently Coastal is now a football school. So 
I don't know what to expect from the Jets. I mean, I think 14 could be a little high on them right now. They could actually lose. They can get shut out 21, nothing, but you know, just to be, I'm, I'm in a nice mood today. So I'll say it'll be 21 to 14 Panthers are going to win. Oh, Chris, here we are again, uh, back at the regular season. We have to talk about the Jets at least once a week. Now, this is a, a restart of last year, but you know what? I'll give them a little more respect this year. I think they're going to be slightly better uh, than people think. I don't think they're going to be good by any means, but I do. I don't think they're going to start off whatever they did, like 0-13 or whatever. Um, normally, you'd see a Jets-Panthers game in the last couple of years, and you'd be like, all right, I'm not paying attention to this game unless I have a bet on it or something. It's boring, but honestly, I'm intrigued. I like the Sam Darnold versus Zach Wilson matchup. I think Darnold's going to excel a lot more in this offense. I don't think he's going to be great right off the bat. I think he's still got some growing pains on a new team. But it does help that the Panthers have a young core on defense that is getting better. And they have a lot of re- uh, weapons. You know, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey comes back healthy. Hopefully he remains healthy because he's on my fantasy team. Yes, I'm doing fantasy again this year. I can't believe it uh, after what I said last year. But it's all right. You know, that's how that's the football fan in me. And uh, I'm going to pick the Panthers. I actually think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. I think both defenses are young and improving. Um, but I think both offenses have enough weapons where I don't see it being like a 21 to 14 game. There might be some turnovers here and there by both quarterbacks, but um, yeah, I see more like a 31 21 situation where the Panthers come out on top. And uh, yeah, I think, I think you're going to be surprised by the amount of points that are being scored. you got to remember the Jets offense. I get it. If you're not high on Zach Wilson, but the Panthers defense isn't great enough where I don't see the Jets really doing anything on offense. I see them making good use of their weapons now. They have Corey Davis. Um, they have the new running back and Michael Carter. They have an improved offensive line. Um, oh, I'm missing I'm missing a couple guys on their offense, uh, wide receivers. Um, was it Crowder? Crowder. Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore. Am I missing something? Do they have, do they have any tight ends on their team? I have no idea. I know they uh, – who, who do they trade? Genuinely, I'm going to look this up right now. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I'm still picking the Panthers, but now I'm just genuinely curious because I totally forget who the Jets' tight end is. Let's see. Uh, oh, Tyler Croft. Okay, yeah, that's not very good. I could see them putting up some garbage points at the end, even if it's not close during the whole game. I just don't see the Panthers' offense completely shutting down this slightly underrated offense from the Jets. So I got like 31-21 Panthers. I respect that. All right, what's our next game, Chris? All right, um, I already know what your thoughts on this game are, and I'm pretty sure you could, you know what my thoughts are. We're going to do the Pittsburgh Steelers. My, my Pittsburgh Steelers versus hey, the Buffalo right Bills. Get right into it. Uh, Sam, do you want to lead this one off, or, or should I lead this one off? Uh, I'll let you have your time, so I'll, I'll go quick here. I'm going to pick the Bills. Um, I actually do think it's going to be a close game. I, I think Josh Allen – he has the potential to be really, really good this year, even MVP level. But I think, I think the he's hype, the MVP favorite right now. I think he's the yeah. favorite. But I think the hype is so big on Josh Allen that people are going to over bet on him this first week and totally forget about the Steelers defense. That is still really, really good. I don't know if it matches exactly the levels on last year, but it's still in the top 10 easily, maybe top five. But um, I mean, you probably are the best in the league or whatever, but. You know, I think it's top, top top three. I think top three pretty top easily, three. right there. Right. I think I think yeah. you have you have the Rams, Steelers, and I, I don't. Could you say Washington because they looked stellar last year? Possibly, yeah. But 
I think the Bills are going to struggle on offense just a tiny bit. More, not all right. They're still going to put up at least, I would say, 21 to 27 points in this game at home, especially. But I think the, I think people are expecting the Bills just to totally blow out the Steelers, put up like 42 points. No, that's not going to happen. The Steelers are going to stay in this. Uh, I think, you know, I still had them not making the playoffs this year, which I'm going to stick by. But I think a team like the Steelers, uh, a well coached team with Mike Tomlin taking on, you know, still a young player in Josh Allen. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I still have the bills coming out on top, uh, probably 24, 21. All right. All right. Uh, I, I'm, I, you know, you know, I disagree with your pick right there. Steelers bills. It's a playoff atmosphere right there. Week one, which I think is, I think is great for both of these teams because there's going to be plenty of those games for both of these teams throughout the season. Uh, the Steelers, I do think they're going to win, um, but there are a lot. There, there, <laughs> there are a lot of questions. Of there, yeah. <laughs> but there's a bunch of question marks that uh, go along with this. The Steelers' offensive line is a big concern for me. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know what to expect. Uh, I'm kind of going in neutral right now. After the first three, four weeks, I think I'll have a, I'll have a better idea of what to expect if it's going to be good or if it's going to be bad. Because I'm just not going to let one good week or one bad week persuade um just choose how i'm going to feel about that offensive line for the rest of the season i need to see it over the the first couple weeks of the season uh to be like all right it's a good offensive line bad or it's just average but um i think the defense is gonna be stellar as it has been just like last year tj watt some question marks around that now he's only done individual work he wants to get that that contract and right now the reports are saying that he is upset with the guaranteed money he wants to get more than the Steelers are giving him and honestly Ben said today in an interview that they got to give every TJ everything he asked for I I agree with that 100% without TJ that defense is I think it goes from a top three defense to a middle of the pack defense TJ is one of the key players not just on that defense but on the team he's a top player in the league or he you could argue that he got robbed from defensive player of the year last year just give him what he asked for at this point, he doesn't carry the same risk like a running back did back with Le'Veon Bell. You need to pay the man right now because uh, there is always that slim chance that he may not suit, he, he may not suit up for, for week one against the Bills. And if TJ is not there against the Bills, this team already lost a game. I think mentally it's a, it's a big loss, but I don't think TJ wants to do that. He wants to get a deal worked out. Tomlin said he's in great game condition, but uh we got to see what happens, but I'm still going to go with the Steelers. They're going to win. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a 23, 21. I think it's going to be a close game. Picking a All weird right. score here. 23, 21. 23, 21. I got 24, 21. And yeah, I agree with you. Their absolute priority has to be getting TJ Watt on the field. Pay that man. He's the best player mm-hmm. on your team. Um, I'm not worried about the Steelers defense at all. I think it's their offense. Uh, they have a good offense. Uh, again, another underrated offense. Um, we'll see how Harris does. Um, he looked pretty good in the preseason, I would say. Um, the wide yeah, receivers. I, I agree with that. You're going to see Chase Claypool have a breakout yeah. here. I, I wonder what's going to happen with uh, James Washington. I know he requested a trade, but now they're not. They don't plan on trading him. He needs to get more work. But it's like, what happens when you have three very good, three very good solid wide receivers in Deontay, Juju, and Claypool? One of the, one of their other and Washington's another very talented guy. One of them's going to have to get shuffled out and not be happy with the playing time. And it sadly has to be Washington, who I feel that he 
has a lot to still prove. We, we've seen glimpses of what he can do, but it's just a fact that you have three guys who are, who, who are, who are better than him. And it's not taking anything away from James. He's a, he's a great football player, but he's, someone has to get cut from the playing time. So I don't know what's going to happen after this season. We'll see, but we're not focusing on next year, focusing on this year. I'm excited for it. I hope they give James more, more reps and, and more looks. Because I've always been high on him ever since they drafted him. All right, Chris. Uh, what's our next game? We have the 49ers and the Lions. Uh, I think we're both going to have the same pick here. I think the Lions killed I, – I think the 49ers killed the Lions. Um, <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, no, no, no. I think there's another one. 49ers going to get everyone healthy. Everyone's come back healthy. Uh, and they want to make a statement here in week one, even though making a statement on the Lions really isn't a statement at all. But I think it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go out. And I think him, I think him and Kittle connect for at least one touchdown, but I'm going to say two touchdowns for Kittle. Okay. It's the battle of the two quarterbacks that had everything around them, got to the Super Bowl, and then they didn't do shit in the Super Bowl. It's Jimmy Garoppolo versus Jared Goff. Um, that's going to be very interesting. Not. Uh, this game is going to be one of those. You're only seeing the touchdowns on the Red Zone channel. No one's going to be going to this game when they're at midfield with Jared Goff driving down the field, unless literally nothing else is happening. Um, yeah, I have the 49ers winning this very easily. Oh, you know what's you know what's you know what's going to happen? The the Lions are going to get the ball first. Goff's going to throw some deep pass to Hawkinson. They're going to catch it, and then that and it's going to be one huge play, and then they're going to stall out, and they're just going to get a field goal. That's how the exact first drive of the of the game is going to be for the Lions. I mean, if you really want to Lions it. Then let's have let's have them up about it's like twenty four to ten in the fourth quarter, and then they just both that that oh, that man. that seems like a Lions way to lose. It's gonna it's gonna be an ugly uh, ugly season for the Lions. Yeah, anything with Lions right. in it, I'm not too intrigued. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough talk about the Lions right there. I think everyone has the same idea. 49ers, they're gonna win. Yeah. Um. Yeah, hopefully Hawkinson is a good game against the 49ers, but... I hope so, too. I got him in fantasy. The San Francisco 49ers, they want to have a... Re- they're going to try and redeem themselves for last year. Of course, of course. And then let's move on. We have Trevor Lawrence versus the uh, Houston Texans. Chris, I got to tell you, I'm actually very close to picking the Texans. I know that sounds crazy. But after seeing this preseason, I know you can't bet too much on the preseason. I, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. I just don't actually know if this team has enough chemistry to pull it out in the first week. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really close game. I think it's going to be low scoring. It's going to come down to the last minutes. And I think it's going to come down to Trevor Lawrence uh, having his first real test in the NFL. I do I do think he's they're going to pull it out. I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be about – maybe a 20 to 17, 17, 14 victory. I think I know the Texans, I probably only have them winning one or two games this year, if anything, but I don't know about this Jaguars team. They were a lot worse than I thought they were going to be. I had them, I think at six wins in the standings. I think they're going to be worse than that. Unless Trevor Lawrence could really pick up the pace here. They don't really have anything besides their, you know, James Robinson, a few wide receiver weapons. The rest of their team is just trashed. So I'm going to give the Jaguars the benefit of the doubt for now and pick them, but I actually wouldn't be surprised if the Texans put up a really good fight. 
yeah, I mean, I, I agree with every, everything you said. Uh, the, the Jaguars, they got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, they drafted him. He's a rookie. We don't know what to expect about how he's going to perform in the NFL. Uh, college to NFL is a huge difference. Uh, but it's it's week one. Anything can happen. Um, as we saw last year, who, oh, who, who was it in week one? Oh, Washington. Everyone thought yeah, the Jaguars won as well, but also remember when Washington won, nobody yeah, expected yeah. that. So, I mean, I can easily see the Texans winning, but I think Lawrence is going to get his first NFL victory against the Texans. Um, uh, they just, Houston ended up shipping out one of their cornerbacks for the Saints uh, earlier today. I, I forgot who it was. So everyone wants out of Houston with everything going on with Deshaun Watson. I don't, I don't even think the te- Texans players don't even want to be there. No, <laughs> I, I think I, I just think the Texans aren't even focused on football right now. That's how bad it is. And I think Jacksonville wins. Honestly, the only reason I'm giving Trevor Lawrence the benefit of the doubt is because the Texans are so bad. This will give him so much confidence. This is like the perfect week one matchup for a young first round pick QB who hasn't played in the oh, yeah. NFL yet. Give him it's some confidence. And yeah, I mean, if he, if he goes out there and has has a good game, it's it's going to give a good vibe in that locker room. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just there's no other opponent he would rather play than Texans. So we'll, we'll give him the benefit there. All right. And I guess, uh, Sam, we'll let you go. Uh, we'll do the Seahawks-Colts. Seahawks-Colts. So Carson Wentz is starting week one, looks like. Uh, you know, after some reports, he is recovering, and it looks like he's going to be there on Sunday. So should be more interesting than I thought it was going to be a couple weeks ago. Um, oh man, I just don't, this is a really tough one. This one could go either way, honestly. I'm torn, but I know, I know who I'm going to pick the win. I know I you're going to pick have. Seattle, but. No, I'm, I'm going with Indiana. You're going with Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. I'm, go, I'm going, oh, <laughs> Actually, yeah, it is Indiana, Indiana technically. But, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Colts to win this one. I don't know. I just have a, I, I just have a weird feeling. I think it's going to be one of those games that that Wentz will end up squeaking out a victory at the end. Uh, the Colts will, will pull it out some way, shape, or form. They're going to scrape out a victory. I think it's going to, it's going to come down to the wire. Yeah. It could be, it could, it could be, you know, I think it might be an overtime win. Yeah, it could go overtime. It's going to be a really, really good game, especially if Carson Wentz looks solid out of the, out of the gate, but I'll pick the Seahawks for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, because I do want to have it split. That's not that's the last reason. I'll pick the actual reasons. Um, I really think that Russell Wilson is already so adjusted to the NFL. The offense is slightly better. Russell Wilson's better than Carson Wentz. They're good on the road. They're good in September. Um, they don't have as many injuries or COVID outs as the Colts. I will say the Colts have a better defense, uh, but the Seahawks defense is improving. I like Russell Wilson when he comes out of the gate in September away. I think he has a lot of confidence. I just don't see the Colts offense maybe keeping up. I do think it's still going to be a close game, but I don't know. I like the Seahawks in week one, so I'm going to pick Seahawks. Listen, it's it's week one. Uh, the Seahawks are a better team than the Colts, but it's week one. Crazier things have happened. Uh, I, I, think the, I think the Colts get the win here. All right. Uh, it, it, it really should be a good game. Uh, it's going to come. It. It's either going to be like yeah. a time expiring field goal, or it's going to be an overtime win by the Colts. That, that's 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 my. I'm calling it right now. Okay, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Right, and then okay. we have a, a really another game. I think. Um, 
and most people should be excited for it, the uh, Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans. This would have been a really random matchup a couple of years ago, but it's actually pretty exciting. Um, I don't think of Chris, I don't think I've ever seen these two teams like face off against each other. Like I just can't think of one of those this. games that just, yeah, these two teams has never played each other. It feels like just Cardinals Titans. Like, no, that's not happening, but it's actually pretty you good. Have game. Some, uh, you have some, you have some stars and new spots. You have JJ Watt and you have Julio Jones. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to, it's going to be uh wow. It's going to be, it's going to be Julio versus Hopkins. It's going to be AJ Brown versus AJ green. It's going to be Derek Henry versus Kyler Murray and his ability to get out of the, out of the pocket and run around. I mean, it's going to be very interesting. I think this, this game is going to be just a complete shootout. These two defenses don't know what they're doing. Uh, I'm going to pick... Sorry, oh, hard to cut you off, but don't forget Bud Dupree coming back from his ACL injury, signing with the Titans in the offseason. True, true. A, a, lot of, a lot of new faces and new places for both of these teams. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Titans. Um, I think it's probably going to be 38 to 28, something like that. Uh, I just don't see the Cardinals right now keeping up with this Titans team. That is just absolutely explosive on offense and i think the titans defense is slightly better than the cardinals defense and i know julio jones is new but i think the cardinals have a lot more new pieces that need to get settled in here in september and i don't think they're going to have as much chemistry as the titans are going to have so titans at home as well i'm going to pick tennessee i i agree i think that I don't think the Cardinals are going to have an answer for Derrick Henry week one. I think Julio Jones will catch a touchdown. I think the Titans are going to come out of the gates firing on all cylinders. You and I both uh, have ever have said that we think that the Cardinals are going to are going to have a very big letdown of a year. Um, I, I wouldn't even say really... that. I just I just don't think they're going to make a huge leap. I could see them maybe sneaking into the playoffs in the seventh seed, but I, I don't see them doing games. any worse. Yeah, I don't see them doing any worse, though, than seven, eight wins. So I don't know if it'll be a huge disappointment. I just don't know if it'll be a huge leap. Cardinals need to get a new coach after this year. That's it for him. He's holding them back. Chris, it's, it's not even we, it, the games haven't started yet. You can't say that yet. This is the year where we see. He'll, I think if, if they miss the playoffs, he, he's going to be gone. Well, yeah, but obviously. But you can't say he's already holding them back. You know, it's it's Wednesday, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, come back week seven, week eight, <laughs> that we can make a more clear assessment. But I think, uh, I think it's going to be a, I don't know, forty-two to. It's a shootout, hmm, basically, where the Titans win by a couple scores. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say forty-two. Like I'm going to say like forty-two thirty-five. I think this game is going to go berserk. Oh, week one, okay. I think. All right. You're gonna, you're gonna have a. Uh, it's gonna be a lot. This of will be your fantasy game. Yeah, right here. This gonna be like. I think this has potential to be the game of the week. I don't know. I, I honestly don't think the Cardinals have a chance. I, I really don't. We'll see. All right. What's next? Uh, we have the Chargers and the Washington Football Team. A game that, um, not really. Vegas doesn't have it too high of a uh, scoring game, and I, I agree with them. We have Justin Herbert and we have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, we have a great defense versus a great offense. Uh, two teams that 
well, one team in Washington that ended up making the playoffs, which no one really expected, even though they were in a terrible division. And then we have Herbert, who no one really thought knew what we were going to get out of him. And yeah, the Chargers didn't make the playoffs, but Herbert still looked insane last year, and he really opened up a lot of eyes. Uh, I think that well, I think that Washington is going to win this game. the The line actually got closer, and it went from being the Chargers were favorites to now it's a pick'em game. So it's it can go either way. I don't think it's going to change until I think Sunday we'll finally see where where more of the money is going to go. But right now, even when the, even when Washington were the underdogs, I was still on Washington. I'm sticking with Washington, especially especially now that, that the line got even closer. Uh, for me, it kind of just points in the direction that Washington is going to win. Um, that that's where I am right now. I think Washington comes out. I think. I think Terry McLaurin is going to is going to look good. I think Tony Gibson is going to look good. I just think the entire team is going to look good. But I think on the opposite side, the Chargers are also going to look really good. I think this game can be another close game. I think it'd be like 28-25. It's going to be a close game. Um, I actually don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be the Chargers who come out on top in Washington. Uh I don't see Ryan Fitzpatrick putting up many points with his team in week one. Uh, not yet, at least. I see the Reds. Uh, Almost said it. I see the Washington <laughs> football team uh, making a late run like they did last year. I don't think they're going to come out uh, swinging this year. I just don't see it. I don't see what the quarterback situation. I love their defense, but honestly, the Chargers, I think, out outplay them in almost every position. Uh, I think we're actually underrating the Chargers defense. Uh, we're kind of forgetting about Bosa, Derwin James. Uh, they just got Kenneth Murray last year. Uh, they have a few other guys, but I think we're definitely underrating the Chargers defense uh, against. I Ryan think the Chargers could. I think the Chargers could fight for a wild card spot this year. I think so too. And I, uh, I, I like I like the Chargers. Yeah, I like them a lot. They have one of the best offensive lines now. They just picked up Rashawn Slater in the draft. I think he was the best tackle in the entire draft. That's really going to help Justin Herbert and his confidence. I mean, guys like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they aren't going anywhere. Um, so I don't know. I just don't see. I don't see the the football team going anywhere far i think it's going to be i think it's going to be i'm going to go 30 to 15 chargers all right so we got another split game there we go all right now let's move on to our not our final one o'clock game we have one more after this one we have the vikings Bengals. um battle of my John- father and my brother <laughs> Very a lot of hypes around lot of hype surrounding this one well not really a lot of hype i guess for fantasy reasons fantasy reasons i say justin jefferson i'm excited for that uh and then you have joe joe you you have joe burrow coming back and then i'm interested to see what's going to happen with jamar chase i could see this i could see this game going either way i could see the vikings just absolutely obliterating the Bengals right off the bat or this weirdly being like a game that comes down to a field goal and like I I, I, I think it's a closer I game. I, I, I think it's I, I'm I feel really weird about this. I think it could be like something like 17 to 10. Is that weird for me to say? Yeah, no. And I, I think can, it's gonna be know. that low scoring. I think it honestly all depends how the Vikings come out in the first half. I think if the Vikings are just clicking on all cylinders on offense, the Bengals have absolutely no chance to keep up. I just don't see their offense yet getting to where it could be the Bengals. Um I mean, even my dad is not confident at all, especially after Jamar Chase's preseason. 
Yeah, Joe I, Burrow, I mean, he's going to get sacked. How's, how's Jamar going to come out? Is he going to be dropping balls, or is he going to be able to to make some big plays here and, and help out his team? I don't know, Chris. I like I like the Vikings D line too. I just don't see the Bengals keeping up the Vikings. I think it's going to be thirty-eight to seventeen Vikings. I, I agree with the Vikings pick. I think it's going to be more low scoring, seventeen ten. But I think the biggest thing for me is going to see how's Jamar Chase going to do because I think I, I I hate looking at preseason and saying, oh, they're going to be good or they're going to be bad because of preseason. But when I see a wide receiver with this much talent around him and he has been dropping passes left and right reports coming out of camp, he's dropping. And then you see it in preseason games that starts to scare me right there. And it's not like they're, they're poor. They're, the balls aren't, aren't good throws. No, they're right to him. Catchable balls right in his chest and he's just dropping them. So until I see him making, making catches and building up the cut, cause I think it's almost a confidence thing until I see him being able to do that uh, week after, Time after time, week after week, I don't really know how to feel, but I'm I'm scared. I'm scared for the Bengals. For me, it just comes down to a couple different factors. It comes down to coaching. Vikings have that better. Uh, it comes down to chemistry. The Vikings have that way better. Um, there's too many new people uh, on the Bengals compared to the Vikings. Uh, offensive line and defensive line. I think the Vikings have it both better. I just I don't see the Bengals competing to the point where it's going to come down to the last second. I just, I just don't, I understand the 17 to 10 pick. I could see maybe the game getting a little messy between the two quarterbacks, or maybe there's a lot of sacks or fumbles, but honestly, if the Vikings, if Kirk cousins just make sure not to overturn it and he could just click with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, you know, as long as the offense does pretty solid, I think the Vikings could pull away with this uh, offensively pretty early. I, I, I could see that. I mean, I don't know. I think that both teams are kind of just going to struggle to find offense in the uh, beginning of the game. Look, but it really can go either way. I'm just picking the one where the Vikings uh, just look good right away. But it, 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 yeah. it, it could go either way. Yep, d- definitely. And now moving on to our final one o'clock game, uh, the battle of two of the bird teams. We have the Eagles and the Falcons. Ugh, I, I don't like either of these teams. Uh, both of these this teams is, are going to be good. This is year. an ugly game. <sighs> it's I, I, can see, I can see both of these teams winning. If it was, oh, I could see the Falcons blowing this and Jalen Hurts making a couple of nice plays late. I, I, I actually don't know who to pick. Um, I, I really don't. I really don't know who's going to win either. I, how's the Eagles you know defense I'm, looking? <laughs> terrible. I genuinely, yeah. Oh, God, both teams suck. I you know guess what? I'll go with the Falcons because they have a better I'm agreeing with that. at home. You are. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. I'm going, I'm going with the Falcons. I don't really, I don't know. I think we'll not think we know that both of these teams are pretty bad, but I just trust Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley more than I do Jalen hurts. It's just more of a trust factor for me at home. Uh, they're going to, they're going to not going to, not going to try. They are going to get pits in on the action. You have Mike Davis and the Falcons now as their lead back. The uh, ex-Panther who he, he had some moments on the Panthers last year when McCaffrey went down. He was nothing special, but he seemed like a solid, solid. back. That for, for this season, he could do well for the Falcons. The Falcons have no playoff hope because they're just not that good. Yeah. I think this can be another fun fantasy uh fantasy team simply because, well, with Ridley and Pitts, everyone has them. So if you have them, could be a good year. Um, listen, the Falcons, they are going to be down a lot of games. Matt Ryan will be throwing a lot. That just means more looks for your guys. 
Yeah, don't get me wrong. I've been seeing a lot of reports how the Eagles are a lot better than people think. Um, I just, I honestly, I just have to see it. I have to see Jalen Hurts in action on his second year, his real first full year. Um, yeah, the Eagles defense, that's very iffy. Uh, and their offensive weapons aren't as good as the Falcons, and the Falcons are playing at home. Now, obviously, can I see the Falcons blowing this because it's the Falcons? Of course. But, you know, screw it. I don't, I don't really care who wins this game. It doesn't have an effect on me. It, it can go either way. So we'll see. Agreed. All right, should we move on to our 4 o'clock games? Sure. All right, we have uh, a game that I'm a little more excited for than I should be, which is the Patriots and the Dolphins. New England recently cut Cam Newton, which actually came as a surprise for me. I thought they would have kept him on the roster. Um, but I think that – and we have Tua. How's Tua going to come out this year? The Dolphins, they have a they have a deep receiving core all along. They have Devontae Parker. They have Jalen Waddle. They have – well, Fuller, who is suspended for the – how many games? One game or is it three for the start of the mm, season? I think it's three. He's going to be gone for the first few games of the regular season. You have Mike Gusecki right there. You, you just have – you have Jakeem Grant. You have Albert Wilson. You have a bunch of bunch of guys right there. But uh, the Patriots, you got to remember, you have Bill Belichick on the other side, the, the best coach. And you have Mac Jones, who – Bill Belichick isn't stupid. He knows if he didn't believe in Mac Jones right now, he wouldn't have cut Cam Newton. So it's the Mac Jones era in New England. And I think the Patriots come out here and I think they, they shut up all the doubters. And I I think they make a big statement in week one. I think they win. I think it's gonna be 28, 17. Okay. Um, I'm having, this is probably the toughest one yet. I, I don't know who's going to win this game. I actually see Tua outplaying Mac Jones, but I do see the Patriots defense. I don't know. It's it's really, really tough. I can see the Patriots is going to have a game plan. Yeah, I can see Mac Jones going out there throwing 70% uh, with about 180 yards and a touchdown. Nothing crazy. Um, I see Tua making some nice plays, but – I think Belichick just has young quarterbacks numbers. Uh, I don't think he's going to let Tua put up more than 20 points on this defense. And especially at home, I think they want to come back this year and prove a point, especially Belichick and his team. So I am going to go with the Patriots, even though I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins look better than than what – sorry, oh, my God, I can't even talk – than what a lot of people think. And I do think the Dolphins and the Patriots are probably going to be ending up here in week 17. I don't know if they play each other in week 17, but in week 17, it's probably going to be between them to get to the playoffs. So it's going to be very close, but I'll pick the Patriots at home for now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. I am too. I, that's definitely going to be one that won't surprise me if it goes either way. All right, now uh, let's move on to a game that I know Sam's looking forward to. And Sam and I are easily going to be on the same page for this. Uh, I'm going to be pretty quick and simple. Okay, good. Um, I was Chiefs, actually worried that you were going to pick the Browns. <laughs> no, uh, Chiefs-Browns, uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I still think the Browns are going to have a great season this year. I know Sam's at the mindset of, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. Uh, <laughs> I still think that, I still think they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to have a, they're going to have a really good year all around. But the Chiefs, right, I think, they're the Super Bowl favorites right now, rightfully so. I think so. Listen, you give the best quarterback in the league a 
top, arguably the top tight end. And Travis Kelsey, as everyone knows, he the best tight end last year by a mile. And then you give him a, another top five wide receiver, the most explosive player in the league in Tyree Kill. Yeah. And it's just a combination for success with Andy Reid. Uh, then the Chiefs come out. I think it's a high scoring game. Another playoff rematch. So I think the Chiefs win. I'm going to say 42. Ooh. I'm going to say 42. I think 42-31. I think it's a high scoring game on both ends. But I think the Chiefs get out to a to a 10-0 lead. And I think they kind of just, they keep that gap throughout the entire game. I think the, the Browns could try and claw back a little bit. But the high-powered offense from Kansas City and getting Mahomes some offensive line help is going to be too much for those Cleveland Browns. Chiefs are just going to outright win here. So, yeah, let me get the game prediction over with. It's going to be Chiefs. It's going to be 27 to 24. It's actually going to be a lot more low scoring than people think. It's going to be really high scoring in the first half. And then both defenses are going to hunker down at the end. And it's going to come down to a Baker Mayfield interception on fourth and 10. Um, And I'm going to be shitting my pants the entire time. But I didn't really get a good chance to talk about how I really felt about the Chiefs last time because it was a couple months ago. I actually wasn't that confident. I mean, I still had them, I think, at 13 and four, which is really good. But after the preseason, after training camp, after just a lot of things going on with the Chiefs, I think we have the. I'm not just saying this. I promise you, this is honest opinion. I genuinely think the Chiefs can win 16 games. Uh, they're not going to go undefeated, but I think they have the chance to go 16 and one, maybe 15 and two. I am really, really confident in this team. If they stay healthy, this is the best roster the Chiefs have ever had in their how many years now? Uh, almost 60 years. Um, no, more than 60 years now. I think this is the most well-rounded roster we've ever had. I had a good problem this offseason on cut day where I was sad with every single player that got cut. That is a really good problem to have. Um, I just think this roster is absolutely loaded with depth that people are underestimating. Um, I think, honestly, our only issue is if Tyreek Hill gets injured and then maybe the offense really needs to find another guy to fill in the spot. But besides that, our offensive line looks better than ever. We had a six-round pick, Trey Smith, come in as a guard. He's the best offensive lineman on the team as of right now, and he's a rookie. Creed Humphrey, rookie center, he's the third best offensive lineman on this team, and he's right there with Orlando Brown and Joe Thune. I mean, this team is absolutely stacked. Patrick Mahomes, it's it's the take-it-back uh, season. You know, last year we had run-it-back. This year it's take-it-back. I honestly think the Chiefs are just going to go off this year. I don't think we're going to have to score as many points. That's why I have it 27 to 24. I think we could score early and then just play good defense. We have the best defense we've had since 2016. So honestly, watch out for us. We can make our third straight Super Bowl, barring no injuries. I'm really, really confident this season, to be completely honest. So yeah, I got the Chiefs winning, obviously. I mean, everything you said is true, but the offensive lineman that you mentioned, one of those things for me that I'm going to need to, well, you're going to be more analyzing the Chiefs in depth, but uh, I guess after a few weeks, we can really see how they're going to look in a game, in a real situation. And then we got to see what's going to happen with the injury book. Cause when you have all these teams healthy, all their, every, all the starting players starting week in week out right now, but then you, you get that one those couple weeks when star players start getting hurt, starters start getting hurt. Then you start getting into depth. And that's when you really see uh, who is the most, who is the deepest roster and everything. So one of those things that give it 
six, seven weeks, and then we can really start seeing, analyzing more what, what players were overvalued, undervalued, and how, how do the injuries fall? Because that, that's always the key part, how injuries fall. Yeah. I mean, we already know about this Chiefs offense. It's the defense for me that's really making me excited. If you would have told me three years ago in 2018 when our defense was absolute trash and our main concern was our secondary, that we now have Tyron Matthew, Juan Thornhill, really good safeties, and our cornerbacks, most underrated cornerback group in the entire NFL, Legereus this year. I don't care what anyone says. Then we have Mike Hughes and DeAndre Baker, two first-round picks from a couple of years ago. They got injured on their former teams. They come back, and they're already looking really so much better, the best years they've ever had in their career already on the Chiefs. We also have Traverius Ward and Rashad Fenton. Honestly, I am just hyped up for this lockdown defense that I think could make top 10 this year, along with our top five offense. So it's going to be exciting. Let's give it a, a couple weeks. Could we know what the offense brings to the table? Now it's how that defense going to be. And I do think it is an improvement over last year, but one of the things like, let's give it a few, let's give it a couple weeks. Then we can actually assess it and, and have a more accurate yeah. point of view. And on one it. Last but, thing, but yeah. Look out, look out for Chris Jones this year. If they moved him to defensive end, he's going to have at least, 14 sacks, I guarantee you. All right. He's looking like Sam a monster. Com- Sam, Sam coming in strong. I know. I have to. You know, I'm, I'm hyped for the season. I think I lost just, just 1%. 1% of the spark I had last year because I was coming off a Super Bowl victory. But after that loss, I'm pissed off. So I'm excited. All right. I like it. And now we have the Green Bay Packers versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, no Drew Brees. And it was it was looking like there was going to be no Aaron Rodgers a couple months back. But it's going to be Jameis Winston and Aaron Rodgers going head to head. I'm, I'm going to make this one pretty quick. I think that the Packers win. I think Aaron Rodgers comes out pissed after this past offseason. But I don't, I don't think it's a I don't think it's an easy win by but by by any any means, I think that it is a close game from start to finish. I think it's going to be a very back and forth game, and I think that the Packers will win. I think thirty four to thirty one. I have the New Orleans Saints winning. <laughs> I don't know why, but I have this. I, I can't explain it any more than I just have this gut feeling that I can see Jameis coming out and their offense exploding in the first half at home with that crowd. I mean, you just had the hurricane. It's in New Orleans. It's a new quarterback. I could just see that. I, I don't know. I could just see them being really hyped up in the beginning. I could see Aaron Rodgers maybe slightly in his head. Uh, the Packers defense is slightly worse than the Saints defense. I don't know. I just see the Saints winning for some reason. I don't know what it is. I don't really it's have one a of those games reason that for it. It can, it can go either way. I mean, there's really no like, oh, what the Saints? That's crazy. No, because I, I we're both pretty. Uh, I don't want to say high on the Saints, but we think that they're gonna have a fairly good year. Yeah, Drew yeah. Brees isn't there, but still, Jameis Winston. We saw what he did with the Bucks. I mean, the thing is, if he limits the turnovers, that's the big if for me. I know Sean Payton's yeah. there, so we should be able to. But listen, I need to see it in in, in a game because it was at the point when. He was throwing for all these yards, but that's because he was throwing three, four interceptions a game and he was getting all those looks. So I want to see if he can limit the turnovers and cut it down to say 12, 13 turnovers. This Saints team is going to be a very dangerous team. And then you have Michael Thomas, who's going to come back later in the year. 
can be interesting. Ooh. And then the Saints released uh, Latavius Murray yesterday, which Saw. I picked him up in my uh, one of my fantasy leagues, and that's kind of a big blow because I wanted to have the backup to Kamara just in case he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I felt I could have the guy right there. That's always a smart thing. Take the backup running back for the running back that you had. And now I don't know where Latavius is going to go. Hey, pick up the backup for the Saints now, whoever that is. Going to have to make some moves now. I mean, I, Latavius <laughs> is obviously going to get signed somewhere, so I'm waiting to see where he goes. Yeah. But very annoyed with that. Very annoyed. Oh, God, Chris. Our final 4 o'clock game is a snooze. I'm really looking at Ugh. it. Broncos-Giants, uh, another game I think we can move pretty quick through. Giants, they added a lot of offense this, this offseason. Uh, they drafted a wide receiver. Uh, Saquon's going to be coming back. Is he going to be playing week one or is he out? He's playing week one. He's playing week one. So, like, I, like I've stated in the past, this all comes down to how's Daniel Jones going to look? Is he going to be able to limit those turnovers or is he going to be a turnover machine and fumbling the ball left and right? Um if he can limit the turnovers, I think this Giants team can win nine, maybe ten games. But if he if he is going to be turning the ball over and playing his normal Daniel Jones self, I think six, seven games is more likely where we see it. I think that the Denver Broncos do come out with a win. I think they're going to just hyped up the Giants for the for them to lose. Listen, I'm not I'm not entirely sold. It all depends for Daniel Jones. I'm going by what I've seen the oh, last they- two seasons from Daniel Jones and. Yeah, they have a bunch of good – the offense is good, the defense is good, but it doesn't matter if your quarterback isn't good. Chris, you can have all the talent in the, the world. Too. I hope Don't the worry. Broncos win. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm picking them, so I hope, they, <laughs> I hope my picks win. But, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't matter how much talent you have on the offense or defense. If your quarterback can't move the ball and can't get points on the board for you guys, you're just not going to win because that's what you need in football points yeah that's one thing that we gotta say i think uh drew lock isn't going to be the starter for denver it is going to be bridgewater Bridgewater. i think that's going to give the offense new life who's the draft they drafted gordon but they 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 also drafted someone the broncos i know Lindsay went to the texans but i i don't know who else they have yeah, that's kind of the end of Philip Lindsay right there going to the Texans. Yeah, you should get out of there. Oh, God, I think Chris, the fact the that night game's even worse. Oh God, it's it's, it's going to be brutal. But I think the fact that no no Drew Locke starting, it's Teddy Bridgewater, Jerry Judy, I'm expecting big things from him. I think the Broncos have a ton of motivation to go out there with the new quarterback. Fresh, it's an, it's a nice breath of fresh air for that locker room now. So I think the Broncos go out and I think they win. I'm going to say. 24 to 17. I was going to say 24 16. There you go. All right. I think so these pre- afternoon games are better than the primetime games, honestly. Oh, yeah. And then we have, oh, gosh. These are pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. We have the Rams <laughs> and the Bears. <laughs> we could we could skim through this pretty easily. I mean, Andy Dalton's yeah. the starter. So the Bears have no shot against this Rams defense. Let's be honest here. And that's that's way better it, than Andy yeah. Dalton. I mean, if Justin Fields was under center, I'd still think the Rams would win, but I'd actually be excited to watch the game. I don't really feel like watching Andy Dalton play. We see what he did with the Cowboys last year and probably the same situation on the Bears. Yeah, it's good for your rookie quarterback to have ex- good, learn from an experienced vet like Dalton. A lot of insight. He played a lot of NFL games. 
Uh, he's been in basically almost every situation in the NFL. Uh, but I want Justin Fields to start as soon as possible, especially since I took him as my QB two in fantasy. So there's some bias there when I kind of need him because I have Tom Brady and then I have Fields. So I took thinking that say, b- b- say, I'm going to oh. say by week eight, I hope I, I, I want Fields to start week two. That's what I really I want. I'm saying, Chris, look, don't worry. Uh, he'll be in soon enough. Uh, he, he will be in, but it's, it's the fact when it's going to show. It's going to show. Like, I don't want Fields to be here week eight, but I don't know. My gut feeling is that he may not start till week eight, even though I'm going to start right now. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. The Bears it's are gonna, the really Bears bad. are going to they're going to be careful with this, and that's what sucks about it. From a from a, I know. As a Bears fan, you want to take as much time until you think he's ready. I know Bear fans want to see him play. We're all excited. I think football fans in general are excited to see him play. Uh, but from a fantasy owner point of view, I want him to be in right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Tom Brady being my QB one. I'm fine with that. But I want I, I want I want to, I want to see Justin in there. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I think the Rams defense. I think they hold the Bears to going to say one touchdown. I think it's going to be, and you have Matt Stafford on the other side, who I know I've been hearing people who think that they want to see if Matt Stafford is good with an actual good team and and what he can actually do, or if he's, or if he's not going to be able to lead this team to the playoffs, which if golf can lead this team to a super, if can be under center for a super bowl, there's no reason why Matt Stafford can't bring them to the playoffs and have Super Bowl aspirations. That's what, that's what this team has. And, you know, I think that the Super Bowl is going to be Bill's Rams. I'm sticking to it. I think the I think the Rams win, I think, 28-7. Yeah, I see the Rams getting a safety with Andy Dalton fumbling. Uh, I'm going to go 22-13. It's going to be a pretty boring game. Yeah, it's going to be very boring. All right, and then uh, Raiders, Ravens. This is pretty quick. Uh the Raiders are going to get their ass whooped. Yeah, I think it's Ra- going to be it's, it's... 45 to 21 with a couple garbage touchdowns from the Raiders. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson could actually easily throw uh, for, I think, I think, he, I think Lamar is going to have like 200, uh, like 220 throwing yards. I think they have two touchdowns. I think he's going to have over 100 rushing yards with a pair of uh, yeah. rushing touchdowns as well. He, he, he can honestly go out. off for that. He can have an insane game Watkins. through these. <laughs> this is a Sammy Watkins type of week in week one. Yeah, it's week one, and it's already against the Raiders, who he, he hates because he was on the Chiefs. It's, it's perfect. Just start Sammy Watkins if you have him. <laughs> He's going to have his, like, 35-point fantasy game. But I think, I think the uh, yeah. the Ravens win. I think it'd be, like, I think it'd be, like, 41-23. I think it'd be something like that. Yeah. I think Lamar, I, I, I'm definitely going to, I can say a lock of the week for me is going to be Lamar having over 100 rushing yards. I could see that. And, all, and also the Ravens, they've recently signed Le'Veon Bell to the practice squad who's expected to be I elevated. To the, <laughs> yeah, he's going to be elevated to the 53-man roster pretty soon, they think. But we'll see what happens there. Obviously, it's Le'Veon Bell. He's not good anymore, as Sam mm-hmm. as Sam knows, as a, as a Chief fan. Um. And they lost who, who did they lose? Uh, Gus Edwards? No, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins no, to a torn Dobbins. ACL. And then who else did they lose? Justice Hill as well. I think so. I think so. Yeah. So now they have Gus Edwards, Gus the Bus as their RB one. So I think that only means more rushing, more rushing for Lamar Jackson, uh, Gus Edwards. Yeah, I, I. It's a big loss, even though everyone likes to make the memes about. 
about the offense because Lamar runs and everything. I don't care. When you're starting running back, J.K. Dobbins goes down, that's going to hurt you a tremendous amount. That's a big loss for them, but I don't think it's going to be as big of an impact as people think. The Ravens are going to be just fine. Ravens They're still going to – Yeah, they'll find, they'll find a way. They Listen, they have a great coach there, great coaching staff. They'll, they'll be fine. And I understand why these games are on primetime. They want to put L.A. first time they have fans at primetime. They want to have Vegas first time fans on primetime. But, man, I'm going to be tuning out of these games pretty quick. But um, yeah, Chris. Other it's, than that, it's, this it's week like the bad pretty games good for. Yeah, I mean, one one more thing, I guess. I mean, it's just bad game. I wish it was more competitive games, better teams. Yeah. But I mean, I, just, I, I do understand. Thing. Yeah, but um, let's see how many split games we got. We got one, two, three. I don't four. think that many. Okay. I think we four. That's about average, you know. Uh, yeah. We got some potential to. Uh, Maybe this year I could actually win the record battle. So we'll see. <laughs> I hope I go two for two. Yeah. But Chris, my... uh, next time we talk to each other, we will have heard Scott Hansen's voice on a new episode of Red Zone. So that will be pretty That's great. all I care about. That's all I care about. Hearing Scott Hansen. That's what keeps me going. Telling me that I don't have to get off the couch for seven hours. <laughs> Chris, don't get off the couch. Like trying not... to get up. He just yells at you. I won't be able to. I- I'm so excited, you know the past few months going by uh, NFL network, seeing uh, the red zone thing. We'll be back soon. It's been kind of sad, but now so slow. So happy to be here now. And then the regular season is going to go by so fast, but now come Sunday around 12 o'clock, we are going to have the one hour clock on there and you get the final 30 seconds standing in front of the TV, pacing back and forth. Those goosebumps, you get those chills and then the music, the octo box. I know that opening with all like the weird mechanical wheels spinning and the noises, mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's just, oh, just gets my uh, my blood pumping, gets me going. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it it gives me motivation for the week. It gives me motivation to go to my it 8 a.m. Really lectures. And you know, I came in with fantasy this year, but uh, I just couldn't help myself. It just makes Sundays more exciting. It makes it more stressful, but it also makes it more exciting. So. Yeah, I'm that's it, guys. To, uh, you know, looking forward to my DraftKings week one. That's going to be fun. Yep. But um, tomorrow's the game. That's it. Next time we see you guys, we'll have a full week of football to review, and then we'll have our predictions for the next week, and that'll pretty much be our schedule for until next February. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So thank you guys for listening. All right. Thank you, guys. We will see you next week. Of course. See you guys.